When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We are going to be buying far less peanut butter in the dollar household, Callie. We do not need peanut butter as much as we did yesterday. Why is that? Because there is a new drinking straw type device that is an instant cure for hiccups. Hmm. And what is your, for as long as I've known you, what is your go-to cure to the hiccups Recipe? You swallow one tail, like one, like get a spoon out of your cabinet, dip it in peanut butter, take one swallow of peanut butter, and that cures hiccups. All right. Works every time. This gadget looks like a, like a elbow drinking straw, you know, one of the bendy Mm -hmm. drinking straw things. Um, But inside the passage where the water goes through, the liquid goes through, Mm -hmm. narrows. So it causes actually it requires actually more suction to get the mm. water up. Um, and then there's something about the if you look at the top of it, the, the more narrow opening at the top, there's something about that. So at the same time, you will be sucking, which uses your diaphragm, but you also have to swallow, I think, at the same time. And doing both of those things at the same time reset. How do you get the thing? The little computer. Oh, how do you buy it? Yeah. I don't know. (laughs) I think it's just, um, I'm looking, I really do think it's- Is uh, it like a brand new Kickstarter or something? It's not even a Kickstarter. It's like a bunch of scientists and doctors, which is a great, oh, it's called the Hickaway. So throw Google on H-I-C-C-A-W-A-Y and it's 14 bucks. So- I will order a hiccaway, and then the next time one of us gets the hiccups, we'll compare it to your peanut butter method. Sounds like a plan. The upside means living in gratitude, finding the positive in every experience, and helping other people do the same. You are now part of the movement. Welcome to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. This episode is brought to you by Dinner Affair. If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. My name is Jeff Dollar, and today I am grateful for the street that we live on. My name is Callie Dollar, and I am grateful for the Bunny Hive. And the Bunny Hive is this place in Atlanta that I took Ellie to yesterday. And it is like a little, they have classes for like tiny humans. Like, I think it's like ages newborn to two, maybe. At that age, you can't even, they're not even classes, they're activities. They're activities, right. So it's like, I took Ellie to, I signed up just purely based on like in between her nap times, like what worked for the nap schedule. So I signed her up for an art class, which art for a seven month old is like eating crayons for 30 minutes. Which is exactly what she did. Callie. Which is exactly what she did. Callie held her hand on the piece of paper. She made a scribble or two. And as soon as Callie released it, 
Ellie was like, what does this taste like? And then ate the crayon and the paper. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what she did pretty much. But it was really cool because it was the first time I've ever taken Ellie to anything groupish. And it's the first time I've been able to like meet moms anywhere because of this pandemic. So I got to meet moms. Ellie got to watch all the kids. She was the youngest one there. So she was like sitting there. Most of the kids were either running around or crawling around or whatever. Was it all normal where nobody was wearing masks and it was safe and everything? You have to be vaccinated to not mask, but everyone, yeah, was unmasked. Oh, so I guess God, I there. love that. I know. Right? I love, I love normal. I, know. I didn't realize how much I loved normal until we went a year without normal, I but know. I love normal. And it was so cute. And at the end they blew bubbles for the kids and this bubble machine and Ellie was, had never seen bubbles before. So seeing her, first of all, see other kids, which she hasn't really seen. Cause we haven't even gone in the park or anything. Like she just hasn't seen that. And then to see like the bubbles and the crayons and, and she just was, it was so cute. And Ellie, Ellie's only friends to this point are our two dogs and the little boy on the side of the Pampers box. Yeah. That sit in the, it sits in the corner of her room and she sees it every day when we're changing her. Other than that, she has no friends. Yeah. So we made friends. I met a couple of upsiders there, um, which was super fun. And one of the little boys really liked Ellie and was trying to like throw the ball with her, um, which is sweet. So I just had the best time and it really made me feel so good. So did it make you feel more momish? It really did. Like, cause this is just the beginning, you know, cause there's going to be like, this is like a little art class. Yeah. But you know, there's going to be um, group, you know, kids birthday parties. Right. And never done that. And then you fast forward, you're going to be in charge of the snacks at preschool. Like you're going right. to be the mom or we're going to be the parents in charge of that. You're probably going to be in charge of the snacks. But then there's going to be um, what's it called? Uh, like performances, recitals or whatever. Yeah. If she signs up to sing or dance or theater. And I wasn't like. I wasn't nervous for her. I was nervous for me, like walking into a group of, of parents that you don't know. Um, I mean, it just made me really nervous. So I was like, oh, she'll be fine. Cause Ellie is like the most chill kid ever. Like she just will go with whatever we're doing, but I was nervous for me and everybody was so nice to me and really like, Hey, this is who I am. We come here all the time. Like it was, it was really cool. So you'll go back. Oh yeah. I already booked Ellie for another class. We're going to go to a music class next week. Oh, she's going to be so well-rounded art music. And then is she going to take a literature class? Yeah. Right. She's going to have a liberal arts degree mm -hmm. in, uh, by the end of the year. Speaking of things, getting back to post pandemic normal, am I alone in feeling like I have lost friends over the past year? No, but I have a theory. I don't feel like I, I wouldn't say it like that. Maybe you would say it like that for your situation. I don't feel like I've lost friends. I feel like I've tapered friendships in terms of like, for me, I, you know, like the casual friendships kind of turned into more casual friendships instead of meeting up all the time. It turned into like, you know, just random one off texts. And then the people I really want to see are the people that I spend time with. However, I would like to put a little note on this and say an asterisk, an asterisk. I can't say that word hardly ever. But um, 
to say that it's weird for us. Like, I'm not sure which part of it is the COVID slash pandemic part and what part of it is having a new baby and getting into a routine. Like, I I don't know. Do you know what I mean? Like, I would assume that a lot of people take the pandemic out of it, that a lot of people after they have baby, a baby just kind of like fall off the face of the earth for a couple of months. Which I've thought about. And that would be fine if we had the baby and then. But here's the deal. Uh, Ellie arrived in November. Right. Because you were pregnant, we were in such a bubble. Well, because of COVID, it's not fair to say because you were pregnant. Because you happened to be pregnant during COVID, we had like a double insulated bubble. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like we probably would have been a little more flexible with who we were seeing and how we were going to see them during the you know, the panic time. I don't know what to call it. But during the time when when nobody knew what was going on. Mm-hmm. But because. Because we, we aside from the pregnancy, we would have been lower risk. Right. And, but the fact that you were pregnant and nobody knew anything about anything, we're like, we're just not going to, we're not leaving the house. And so we were, you- and, 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 and we didn't go, we didn't leave the house. We didn't go see anybody. We didn't hang out with anybody. We, you know, stayed in touch the best we could. But so now COVID's over or I don't know how to, I don't know how to say. It's not over. We're returning to more of a normal. Things are normal, more normal. And we're in a routine with the kid. And I feel like uh, my list of people to call and hang out with is short. Like I feel, I mean, there are people that I would consider good friends, like pretty good friends that I would almost feel uncomfortable asking if they want to hang out because it's been so long since we've had any sort of communication. I think that's everyone though. Which is weird for a dude because I'm a guy and I think most guys can go a year without talking to somebody they would consider a best friend and then immediately pick it up again. Right. But I I think, I don't know, this might sound strange, but I feel like in some way I have let my friends down. I think everybody feels like that to some respect. Maybe not everybody. I mean, I definitely feel that, but I also- Do you feel the letting down part? No, because I didn't say no to anything. My friends weren't doing anything. Either were mine, which right. is why so I can't. So I don't think you should feel bad about it. I think you in particular feel very sensitive about keeping in touch with people. Like, I think you're overly aware of it. In general, no pandemic needed. You know what I mean? So no I pandemic, think, no baby, no, no. I think you're hypersensitive to it because you're like, you'll get in a work zone for like a couple of months and you'd be like, well, I can't call them now because... You know, now I feel weird. I think you're just overly, (laughs) I think you're overthinking it is what I'm saying. They texted me in April and I've ignored them since then. So now I can't reach out in June. Yes, you can. I know, but that's my. Your brain. Yeah. Anyway, does anybody else have this issue? 800-434-5454. Let Jeff know. Are you feeling like your friendship? I mean, my friendship's changed, but I don't feel weird about it. I think um, a better reason to call would be if you want to be my friend. I Or have, do you want to be Jeff Dollar's friend? Should I put a friend application online? There was a time before things got crazy that I was regularly telling you 
on my Instagram about my favorite true crime podcast, because I love crime podcasts and I think they're so interesting. And I kind of have my hands in a bunch of different shows at the same time. And they fit into different routines in different ways. Like when I go to work, usually I'm listening to like cheaties because I know it's not going to scare me. It's going to be funny, whatever. I cannot listen to true crime in the morning. On the way home, I always listen to a true crime podcast. And I've been listening to true crime podcasts probably for like two years. So It's so funny that you consume podcasts 180 degrees from the way you consume TV. Like Callie will just decide that she's in a gossip girl mood. And for five weeks, she'll watch the entire gossip girl however many seasons it was beginning to end. And then she'll decide she's in a law and order SVU. And for five weeks, that's all she watches. But with podcasts. No, but I don't bounce around. Like I bounce around between in the morning, it's funny or uplifting in the afternoon is true crime. Cause I'm too scared to listen to it when it's dark outside. Cause I'm 10 years old, apparently. Um, but. And when you're trying to fall asleep, it's the upside with Callie and Jeff. Right. Put you right to sleep. No, that's not it. Um, but I binge one true crime podcast at a time. So I just finished a series that is my number one podcast. And by the way, this is without Crime Junkie. I left them off because everybody knows that's a top po- podcast. Like I'm telling you podcasts that maybe you haven't heard of. Got it. Number one that I just finished binging, Anatomy of Murder. It is so Good. It is um, with an investigative journalist and a former New York homicide prosecutor. And the um, investigative journalist actually used to be a cop. So it's a really cool. They talk about like one case per episode, but it's really cool because you're hearing it like from a prosecutor standpoint, also from a cop slash journalist standpoint. So it's a really neat um, dynamic. And I just absolutely love it. Uh, number two, small town dicks. So good. It is two women in the beginning It's two women. And then they wind up like splitting after a couple seasons, but, um, it's two women interviewing two small town police officers, but you never know the officer's names. And they just talk about, there's one case per show, but you don't know. It's like the, it's like Mr. Wilson kind of behind the wall. So are the people that they're interviewing, are the people involved in the case? Yes. So why do they have to remain anonymous? I think because maybe they would be like, you know, maybe for boundary is- issues, like nobody knows what city they live in or whatever. And they're sharing oh, case information. Okay. So, so they don't reveal, so they don't say this is the case of Cali Dollar of Atlanta, Georgia, who went missing no. five years ago. They just say, this is the case of a woman who went missing from a big city five years ago. And they're brothers. And I think they're twins, actually. So that's another good one. Wait, they're brothers. Small Town Dicks is two women interviewing two cops. And I think the cops are brothers. Oh, so it's the same two cops? Yes, on every episode. And they're talking about crimes? In their town. That they've investigated. Mm -hmm. Small Town Dicks. What small town has that many crimes? I know, I'm like, I'm never going where that's probably why they're not saying what town they're in. Um, okay. Number three is cold. And that is the podcast that is, I mean, I listened to this thing in like five seconds because 
it was so insane. It's the Josh Powell case. Do you remember Josh Powell? He um, killed his wife and two kids. Um, and it was a huge news story, but this goes into what was going on kind of like behind the scenes with the family. And like, it turns out the guy that, you know, the guy that, uh, was the killer in all of this. He's not even the worst one of the story. So it's crazy. Um, that one is cold. All right. Now these we get into, you have to have like kind of a real stomach for true crime. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Uh, the next one, number four, Broken Hearts. It's a story you'll recognize the news story, I think, if you throw a Google on it. But Broken Hearts is a story of these women that were married and adopted all of these kids. Um, and from the outside, they were like the poster children for adoptive families and like changing lives and all of that stuff. But they had this whole like secret life that like no one knew about and it imploded. And Anyway, it's really interesting if you have kids, like, I don't know if I could listen to it again now that I have Ellie, but, um, it's really, really good and it's not graphic, but it is like just the whole story is crazy. Uh, number five, Dr. Death. Dr. Death is another one that you have to kind of like have a little bit of a stomach for. Um, it is about a surgeon that was operating consistently with people around him and performing botched surgeries and like everyone knew, but since he was the surgeon, like no one corrected him. So he was, he just, was he doing it intentionally or was he just a terrible surgeon? I can't remember. Cause it's no, no, no. He was doing it intentionally. I think like he was, it was so bad that he was like leaving parts of things in people and sewing them up. He was like screwing up people's spines. I mean, it was like this crazy thing anyway. So that's like a more like medical one, but it's crazy. And so many people died under his care. It was nuts. And the most nuts part is that people, um, there were so many people in every one of these surgeries and he still was allowed to. Yeah. Cause nobody wants to cross the surgeon. Yeah. There were very few people that stood up and the ones that did were pretty much silenced. Sure. And then that's how Meredith Gray stuck around for so long. <laughs> Nobody's going to cross Meredith. She's the surgeon. Hmm. Uh, not the same, but anyways, and number six is happy face. Now happy face is a serial killer. And this podcast is actually done by his daughter, which is super fascinating. Whoa. Yeah. It is incredibly graphic to the point where I almost got sick at one point. So it is very good, but you really have to be into true crime to be okay to listen to it. Cause there are parts of it, parts of it that are very, very violent. Like this if if all of these shows were um all of these podcasts were rides at six flags or something the sixth one is the brand new one that just opened where you go upside down for 30 seconds and then do 12 loops like the goal is to make you get sick yeah yeah okay um and it is really interesting and there are not it you don't feel like sick the whole way through but it is really unsettling um when they talk about stuff with the victim. So that one is pretty graphic. And that is my list for all of you true crime podcast lovers. I know you activated our HBO Max whatever thing. I did. To get the friend special. I did. Okay. Did you by any chance get an email, a bizarre email from HBO Max the other night? I don't think I've checked my email. Not I have like a spam email and I don't think that I've checked that. Like for work, for signups and stuff? Yeah. For Okay. So an email went out. The subject was integration test email number one. 
And then the body of the email said template for, for test integrations. Mm-hmm. And it went out to hundreds of thousands of people. Yeah, and you did get that. You did? Mm-hmm. Okay. HBO apologized on Twitter and said that their intern oh. screwed up and hit send on something that went to like a third of their customers when it should have gone to like six managers. That is the worst. Do you have any stories from your years as an intern where you screwed oh, something? Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Um, I have many, but the biggest one that I still feel so guilty about is um, when I was like 21, barely 21, and I was out with my organization and taking a bunch of like pictures because social media or whatever, and I posted them on my Facebook page not really thinking, just thinking, oh yeah, celebration, whatever. And the company logo was in the background and someone printed them off my Facebook and sent them into the company and said, this person's making the company look bad. And I got in so much trouble. Not only did I get in so much trouble. Because people were drinking in the pictures? People were interns were drinking in the picture with the company logo with a supervisor in the picture. Oh yeah. And the super, we were all 21. Like there was no underage drinking, but it was a bad look for the company, I guess. So someone printed my pictures offline, sent them to whatever the um, supervisor wound up getting fired because of what was on my page. Man, I still feel so bad. I will never live that down. A bunch of people responded to HBO's tweet with letters of condolence to the intern to the intern explaining what they did during their internships cassie uh wrote that she was using her desktop calendar to make a note of her menstrual cycle and realized no several months into it that it was a shared calendar and she was sharing it with all of her colleagues company-wide Uh, Another guy named Denny uh, said that he did something at Spotify and took Spotify offline (gasps) for an hour. Oh, my gosh. My favorite one, though, I think is from somebody. He didn't sign their name, but it appears that they were they had a job or an internship at the White House Mm -hmm. because there was an important meeting going on in the cabinet room and somebody was trying to get in to the meeting and the intern said, I'm sorry, this is a closed door meeting. And the person who was trying to get in said, I'm vice president, George Bush. I can go into that meeting. And the kid, and the kid, the intern had no idea. That's who it was. That is really awkward. There is literally nothing that will ever happen in your life. That would be more embarrassing than telling the vice president of the United States that there was a meeting he cannot go into. In the White House. In the White House. Where he works. If you've ever owned a pair of flats, you have 100% been the girl that has blisters all over her feet from where your shoes rub you. I saw a woman walking in front of me recently with flats on and she had band-aids on her heels. And my first thought was... That woman has never owned Rothy's. I have been a Rothy's customer for a few years now, and I will never spend another second wearing uncomfortable flats. Usually you have to pick, right? You 
want to look cute or do you want to look comfortable? Rothy's doesn't make you choose. Their seamless design is insanely comfortable from the moment you put them on. I am so confident there won't be a break in period that I got a new pair of the sneaker style a few months ago and I wore them the next day fresh out of the box for an entire day of work on my feet. Also, you can feel good about where you're spending your money when you're buying from Rothy's. Their styles are sustainably made with materials like plastic water bottles and they're fully machine washable, like I said. So you're investing in a pair of shoes that you can wash over and over and over again. Might always look brand new. Upgrade your closet with washable, sustainable, stylish shoes and bags from Rothy's. Plus, they just launched men's shoes. So make sure you check them out for the guy in your life. Head to rothys.com slash upside to find your new favorites today. That's R-O-T-H-Y-S dot com slash upside. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. Liquid IV is delicious. Liquid IV is convenient. And Liquid IV helps you stay healthy. Hydration is so important. That's why every single morning I start my day with some liquid IV. It increases the amount of water, hydration that gets absorbed into my bloodstream from what I drink when I start my day. Number two, I get the liquid IV with immune support to give my body a little advantage fighting off any germs that it might encounter throughout the day. Highly recommend you start your day with this same exact routine. Get your Liquid IV hydration multiplier plus immune support in bulk at Costco. You can also order online and you'll get 25% off your purchase using code UPSIDE at checkout of liquidiv.com. That's 25% off anything you order online when you get better hydration today. Use promo code UPSIDE at liquidiv.com. Credit card bills with high interest rates are exhausting. If you're ready to pay off your credit card balances and start saving money, I'm talking to you. Get a credit card consolidation loan from Lightstream. Rates start at just 5.93% APR with auto pay and excellent credit, which is lower than the average credit card interest rate of over 19% APR. You can get a loan from $5,000 to $100,000 with no fees, no application fees, no origination fees, no transaction fees, no prepayment penalties. Plus, you can even get your money in your bank account as soon as the day you apply. Lightstream believes that people with good credit deserve a better loan experience, and that's exactly what they deliver. Just for our listeners, apply now to get a special interest rate discount and save even more. The only way to get this discount is to go to lightstream.com slash upside. That's L-I-G-H-T-S-T-R-E-A-M.com slash upside. Subject to credit approval, rates range from 5.93% APR to 19.99% APR and include a 0.50% auto pay discount. Lowest rate requires excellent credit. Terms and conditions apply and offers are subject to change without notice. Visit lightstream.com slash upside for more information. Today's quote of the day. Let us slow down enough to truly notice all that is presenting itself to us 
as blessings. Now, normally today we would be telling you that there is a free stuff Friday winner and we would tell you who it is. Now there is a winner, but we're not announcing it because they haven't written us back yet. Yeah. So. We, we, we text them and then we just wait for them to respond and we're getting ghosted. And people are busy, you know, so we no, got to give them a little bit of time. They should be standing there looking at their phone, waiting to hear from us. <laughs> waiting to hear from you. That's just, what you mean. I just keep looking, waiting for the three dots to appear. They never do. Nothing. If you want to make sure that you are a part of future free stuff, Friday notifications, uh, text the word upside to 800-434-5454 and we'll make, we'll make sure you're on the list for everything, all of our contests, all of our promotions and all of that stuff. The Pick Me Up newsletter brought to you by Georgia's Own Credit Union also comes out today. And if you are not subscribed to that and you want to be subscribed to that, it comes out every Tuesday. Text the word subscribe to 800-434-5454. Here are my three random things brought to you by Brown and Company Jewelers. Number one, if you're looking to impress a potential mate, Know that 56% of Americans said in a survey they would not date someone they consider to be an unsafe driver. One in five people say that they've actually ended a relationship due to bad driving habits. I think you have bad driving habits. I think you have bad driving habits. I do. I Do I? Yeah. I, think, I, every, I think everybody thinks that everybody else has bad driving habits because nobody drives exactly the same way you do. That's true. So you think that I am too willy nilly with lane changes and not signaling lane changes. Jeff and does not know how to use this blinker. And Callie is way too cautious when it comes to merging. Merging? Yeah. Like getting on the interstate or whatever. Oh, am I? Yeah. But that's hmm. why I, mean, I think it's just... I never noticed that. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, two things to deal with women for my second of the three random things. Um, women often get frustrated with men because they have to say the same thing over and over. Know this. It's not the guy's fault. A man's brain cannot recall information as well as a woman's does. Mm -hmm. So know that. And then number two. And now, as a little anecdote to that, we remember everything. Yeah, that's my second mm -hmm. part of this. Um, for, these are two different researchers, by the way, who came up with these. I just combined them into one random thing. Um, a study concluded that women are better than men at remembering things two minutes, 15 minutes, and 24 hours after learning them. Uh, not only do women naturally have a better memory than men, but this study says that the gap widens with age. Interesting. And my third random thing, once a week, you should shut your smartphone off, not let the battery die, but actually physically shut it off and leave it off for three minutes, then turn it back on. Um, that type of reset helps with memory, preventing crashes, keeps it running more smoothly, and is healthy for the battery. Those are my three random things. Go turn off your phone right now for three minutes. But not if you're listening to But not show. if you're listening to the show. <laughs> Wait, our show will be over in five minutes. Wait five minutes, then turn it off. Yeah. There is a, uh, is it raging? Is it a raging debate or is it just like a really good question about smells and people's smells? Now, I want you to think about this in your head right now and answer the question. Then I'm going to tell you the story. The question is, do people have 
unique smells. Yes. And I think you, I was saying that to like everyone listening. I was saying, Oh, one. got it. I, and I think everybody listening said yes, because we all recall the smell of our grandparents' house. Don't we? Yeah. Like I can smell if I, every now and again, I'll get a whiff of something and I'm like, that's from my grandparents' house or that's from my Grammy's house. Yeah. I can smell like to me, my parents' house smells the same as it did when I lived there. When Ellie comes home from spending the day at my parents' house, she smells like my parents' house. And what's funny about that is when we go to your parents' house, I don't smell anything when I go into it. I don't either. But remember we had to move those chairs for them? Yes. And as soon as we put them in the car and shut the door, I'm like, this smells like your parents' house. It's a weird, but it, it's such a thing. So Veronica, who is one of our friends and also is like super active in our Facebook group. She was like, please tell me I'm not the only one. I'm having a conversation with several coworkers. And she mentioned how her nine-year-old like knows the difference between her smell and like her mom's smell. And she said that her coworkers were like, people don't smell different. And she's like, Oh my gosh. Yes. Yes, they do. And all of her coworkers were like, no, people don't smell different. I beg to differ. Yeah. People smell different and people's places smell different. And it is, I think it's proven by science that the sense of smell is. A trigger like, for memories. Has the most mm -hmm. connection to memories or something. It does. I mean, there, there was a girl that I was in love with. In middle school or high school. Mm -hmm. And Do you remember her name? Does she have like a high school friend name? What's a high school friend name? People that have names that you're like, oh, I was friends with Sarah McCatherine. And you're like, it's just, it's, it's I someone's can, first and last name. And it's yes. just, it, it's like, that's your high school friend's name. But there, it's always a first and a last name. Why is that? I don't know. Like there was a kid that we went to high school with. His name was Wayne Sterling. Yeah, like he's not, he's not Wayne. <laughs> he's Wayne Sterling. I know in my entire life, I know one Wayne, but he's Wayne Sterling. And he's Wayne Sterling. That's that to me is as like odd as people who don't have sense. There are people who don't think people have sense. If you have middle school friends that you don't address by their first and last name, then you didn't who really. Who even are you? Yeah. Thank you for listening to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. Today's episode was brought to you by Dinner Affair, the official meal kit for families. Visit dinneraffair.com slash upside for your exclusive discount. Make sure you're subscribed to The Upside with Callie and Jeff wherever you listen to podcasts so you never miss an episode. The other night, I think it was Saturday night, we were watching TV, hanging out. Ellie was in bed. All of a sudden, and there was a storm blowing through. Yeah. All of a sudden the power goes out and uh, I went and dug out a flashlight. We had a flashlight down in the garage. So I went and dug the flashlight out and I come upstairs and Callie has located half a dozen candles, has them all lit, then is saying things like, all right, what should we do about the ice in the refrigerator? Should we go open the windows in Ellie's room so it doesn't get too stuffy? What, like, Callie was planning on the power being out for 11 months. I She's think like, do you go get firewood and I'm going to go find a bow and arrow. I don't know why I went to that, but I was like seriously convinced that it was going to be like definitely overnight. I think because historically power, or power outages in Georgia just take 
a long time to fix. So I was expecting, I mean, you know, our internet got knocked out a couple months ago and it was down for three days. So I was just thinking like, oh, we better plan ahead. Like, should I pull out the cooler and we'll dump the ice? Yeah. Save the ice. Yeah, you were making, but like- and, God, I am my mother. But at that point, it had been not even, I mean, I don't even know if it had been five minutes. <laughs> it had been enough time for me to come downstairs, go into the garage and dig out the flashlight. Yeah. And, and Callie's like- That may have been a tad dramatic. She's breaking the legs off the dining room table in <laughs> case we need them for fire come winter time. Hey guys, I just wanted to let you know a uh, secret I just figured out. We're in the process of moving and I've been like measuring things and looking at, you know, just little things like patio furniture. We needed new of that and a lot of little like furniture switches we were doing. And so I've been collecting a cart on Amazon about maybes or what I really, really like, but waiting to purchase them. And then I just happened to go on and I'm totally with you, Kelly. I get totally overwhelmed. I just cannot shop on Prime Day. But I opened my cart and it highlighted the ones that are actually like on special today. So they were things I was already going to purchase. So I went ahead and bought them today because they were actually discounted. So maybe like in preparation for Prime Day next year, you know, in the month of May or June, stuff you don't need emergency, but you kind of have on your radar, go ahead and start building your cart and then open it up on Prime Day and get your little Prime Day discount without having to be overwhelmed and just tap out. So, all right. Love y'all. Bye. I don't know if you follow KiwiCo on Instagram. KiwiCo is one of our sponsors here on the show. They've been a part of the show for a long time. And I actually get a little jealous looking at the projects that families are doing together, KiwiCo crates that they're doing together. And I can't wait until Ellie is old enough to dig into some of these really, really fun ones. I know I'm going to have a great time doing it, and I know they're going to help Ellie learn. That's what KiwiCo is all about. They cultivate your child's natural creativity and curiosity with new hands-on projects every single month. We've already gotten a KiwiCo crate for Ellie. They have them for babies, and they go all the way up to as old as you like, 104 years old. There's something for everyone, for every kid or kid at heart, and it's delivered every single month. What's more exciting when you're a kid than getting something in the mail that's just for you? Everything's shipped right to your door. There's no commitment, pause or cancel any time. Like I said, there's something for every kid or kid at heart every month with KiwiCo, and you can get your first month free on select crates by going to kiwico.com slash upside. That's K-I-W-I-C-O dot com slash upside. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hi, Kelly and Jeff. Hi, my name is Samaya, and I'm from San Antonio, Texas. And I was going to tell you that in this recent episode, Kelly said, this, for the Father's Day, she said, this is what we do do. Doo-doo. <laughs> Sorry, that just made me crackle. I mean, 
whatever. It just made me laugh. But. Good morning. I was calling to see if you guys heard about the cheese factory that exploded in France. Yeah, it was crazy. There was nothing but debris everywhere. Bye. Best Buy and Home Depot's employees should trade jobs. You never need help when you're in Best Buy. And whenever you need help in Home Depot, you can never find anyone. Hey, you guys. I'm listening to the episode where Jeff is talking about the trophy thing and getting the $10 back and how it's kind of a waste of your time. You you know, but my point that I think about the $10 is if none of us do that, all the money these corporations make on all the people who don't want to waste their time getting their $10 back. That's why I call and do it because I don't want them getting my $10 and everybody else's $10. So that makes any sense. I'm riding my bike and I'm a little bit out of breath, but y'all have a great day and kiss your sweet baby girl. And I'm glad you guys finally got a little vacation in there. Memorial day. And that's about it. Bye. Callie, this is Tammy. I have to tell you, Big Father's Day meal, did beef tips and rice, his favorite. Hiccups right after. Tablespoon of peanut butter. Works every time. Thank you for the tip. Bye. Hey, guys. It's Amy in Indianapolis, and you were talking about how when you start out looking for something to be bad, then everything you see is going to be bad. As a marriage and family therapist, I use that a lot with my couples to say that Whatever you are looking for in your spouse is what you will find. If you are looking for your spouse to be a total jerk and an idiot and thoughtless, those are all the things you're going to pick up on. If you're looking for your spouse to be, or your partner, to be loving and caring and appreciative and all that, those are the things you're going to pick up on. So whatever you are looking for in your spouse or partner is what you'll find. It's so much easier to pay attention and notice the positives. Have a great day. It is our failure to become our perceived ideal that ultimately defines us and makes us unique. It's not easy, but if you accept your misfortune and handle it right, your perceived failure can become a catalyst for profound reinvention.